This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. Today we are talking about a woman named Abigail. I like that. That was that was fun. Why do we back and forth? Why don't we do the whole podcast like that? Because that's going to be complicated, and we're going to miss that. It's okay. We've got this. Abigail. That's who we're talking about today. Did you want me to kind of set up a little bit of the backstory, and then you'll do some reading? Sure. Okay. Okay. So, so this happens. Are you gonna? I I was gonna go back and forth with you. Okay. So David is on the run. I, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> this, is gets, this is when it gets hard. David is on the run, and he comes to a man's home by the name of Nabal. Oh, and I could have had that. You could have stopped right before. Oh, by sorry. Night, and then I could have, I could have done that. I and he sent out ten men. And Nabal turned them away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you want to read verses? Um, well, I, we should tell them where we are. First Samuel chapter twenty-five. Nope. We just have to we verses we just ten through give twelve. Them the verses and then say verses ten through twelve, and they got to start in Genesis one one and go and all the way through. Read all the every way. chapter. Although they do know we're talking about Abigail, so they might figure that it's in First Samuel. But then you got to find First Samuel ten through twelve, chapter one. Anyways, <laughs> you're complicating this. I know. I am a lot though. And verses 10 through 12 of 1 Samuel 25 says, And Nabal answered David's servants and said, Who is David and who is the son of Jesse? There be many servants nowadays that break away every man from his master. Shall I then take my bread and my water and my flesh that I have killed for my shears and give it unto men whom I know not whence they be? So David's young men turned their way and went again and came and told him all of those sayings. So he was kind of a rat. Yeah, pretty much. Because, I mean, not only did he just say, I, I'm sorry, I don't have anything to spare. I can't help you at this time. He had, like, some serious attitude. Who That's is David? Who is the son of Jesse? Which I think is funny because we literally just told you his name's David. Anyways... <laughs> And not to mention David's fame really went throughout the land because he was known for so much. That's why Saul was jealous of him to begin with, right? Because people were like, oh, David or Saul has killed his thousands and David his, his ten thousands. So he was a hero of the Israelites to begin with, with all of his fighting against the Philistines and all of this. But yeah, this naval had some serious attitude and basically was like, no, I'm not helping him. And then we see David's response. This is all still just the backstory. David's response in verses 13 and um, then 14. Did you want to read that too? Yes. And David said unto his men, Gird ye on every man his sword. And they girded on every man his sword. And David also girded up his sword. And there went up a, after David about 400 men and 200 abode by the stuff. But one of the young men told Abigail, Nabal's wife, saying, Behold, David sent messengers out of the wilderness to salute our master, and he railed on them. And then I think we should read verse 17 also. Okay. Sorry. It's okay. I'm having a great time. Now, therefore, know and consider what thou wilt do, for evil is determined against our master and all his household, for he is such a son of Belial that a man cannot speak to him. 
So I just thought that was important because this one man who came to tell her what had happened. He did not hold back, first of all. No, he didn't hold back. But he also said in verse 17, consider what thou will do. And so that kind of leads right into what she does end up doing. And that's really what we're going to talk about. But he just kind of gives her that heads up of like, okay, it's kind of a delicate situation here. Because now all these men of David, who are mighty men of war, are coming to have a little talk with I mean, your husband and as, his... What? As we literally just discussed, David was famous for his acts in war. Literally, they talk about how he's killed his ten thousands. And yet we decided to pick a fight with him. And so now you have 400 men coming to your home. Yeah, not smart, Nabel. Not literally, smart. Literally the king's warriors. I mean, not quite the king yet, but... But still. But still. Mighty, strong... Chosen of God. Yeah, you know. it just, it really doesn't seem like a good idea to pick a fight with these people. So now Abigail must consider what she will do now that she knows kind of what has happened, what has um, transpired. I'm so sorry. You're sorry. What? I missed what you said. I oh, think I said know. Abigail had to consider then what she was going to oh, do. Yes. In this situation. And so she does. And she hasted, it says in verse 18, then Abigail made haste and took 200 loaves and two bottles of wine and five sheep ready and dressed and five measures of parched corn and a hundred clusters of raisins and 200 cakes of figs and laid them on donkeys so she was like okay we gotta hurry and she got them all of this food ready and then um she like she was so generous in what she was giving that's a lot of food and stuff and like they said earlier they didn't really have things to spare Necessarily. I mean, it's not that he said. I, I was just oh, making a point that. that, like, if if it that was sorry, I was like, <laughs> if that was the situation, and he could have kindly said that to David's men, then that would be one thing. But it was not the case. First of all, that would have been a lie if he had said that. But he just was like, "Who is David that I'm going right. to share any of my stuff right. with him?" So she already was taking a chance, though, because obviously her husband did not want to give that. Yeah. Yes, and but she did. She went and she gave it to him and she hurried to do so. She didn't, she wasn't like, uh, I don't know what to do. It's kind of his problem, you know? So she, she took all that stuff. And then once again, in verse 23, it says, and when Abigail saw David, she hasted and lighted off her donkey and fell before David on her face and bowed herself to the ground and fell at his feet and said, upon me, my Lord, upon me, let this iniquity be. And let thine handmaid, I pray thee, speak in thine audience and hear the words of thine handmaid. So also, not just her haste and how she quickly did all of this, but she was also so humble in how she... And just willing to take on yeah. the... Um, the sins of yeah. her husband. Yeah. She's like, oh, he messed up, but let me go and be the one to make it right. It. Yeah. And, I mean, really looking out for her household, right? Because the, the men of David were coming after the household of Nabal. So the servants and all of, all of that. So she was protecting not just Nabal, but she was protecting really 
you know, all of those people that they cared for and, and that worked for them and all of that kind of thing. So she put herself really between David and them and said, let me take She did a great job since they ended up getting married. Well, you know, that that did work out in the end for her. Um, Did you have more to say on that point? I don't want to cut you off. Huh? Well, because I was thinking too, and going right along with your hasting and like the fact that she hurried to do all this thing was the idea of her being quick to be a peacemaker and I wanted to read Matthew 5 and verse 9 because of course Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount tells us that we are to be peacemakers he says blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called the children of God and I think it was well until this year this is really um, I know the point you're gonna make I know this is so humbling for me to admit because for years and years and years I have thought to myself that I'm pretty good at being a peacemaker and what I realized I was teaching VBS and this was one of our lessons I was like oh I'm not as much a peacemaker as I am a peacekeeper and that was kind of eye-opening there is a difference and it's a big difference right because a peacekeeper is one that maybe doesn't speak up to because keep the peace. Yeah, because you don't want to like cause any ruffle any feathers. Yeah. You don't want to rock the boat, you don't want to ruffle feathers, any of those kinds of words and phrases that we use. But what a peacemaker does is actually step in when there is a problem. And sometimes they do the opposite of cause peace. They ruffle feathers, they rock the boat, because in the end that's what you need to work out the piece. Exactly. Yes, because... That's what I was doing with my hands. Yeah. I was motioning, but you can't see that. It's, it's kind of one of those ideas. I, If you guys don't know yet, I, my brain works in pictures, but I think of like, if you're constantly just sweeping stuff under a rug, right, to it keep the... Lumpy. To keep the piece. Yes, in the end, you're not fixing anything. At the end, you're going to have a lumpy rug and no one wants to walk over a lumpy rug. That's you're going to trip. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. So, peacekeeping is sweeping stuff under the rug, not trying to upset anyone and never wanting to say anything that might, you know, get, that might, someone might disagree with or whatever. But really, peacemaking is sometimes taking that rug and lifting it up and exposing all the things that are in there. So you can have ultimate peace. Yes. As opposed to fake peace, which bubbles underneath the surface. Yes, to work it all out. It's kind of the idea too, like when a child goes to their room to clean their room and they just shove everything under the bed, the room looks good. (laughs) You've gotten a lot better though. Now you're you're like my easiest one is, no, you're not the only easy one. Maybe the easiest on your own because you will just do it on your own. But you will go through things, you will get rid of things. I'm probably your easiest one to get rid of things. Yeah, maybe. But um anyway anyway the idea is a peacemaker is someone who walks into a situation where there's conflict and helps the parties involved work it out and that's what abigail did when there was an issue she didn't just turn the other cheek she didn't just say well he made his his mess now he's got to deal with it or whatever his bed now he gets to go lay in it exactly no she's Another phrase. <laughs> she, we have a lot of phrases in this one. But she went out and she made peace. 
putting herself really at risk in doing so, not only from David's men, but also from her husband as well. Like it was, yeah. it was a difficult situation, but she did it with grace and she did it with humility and with generosity and with kindness. And so, quickly. And quickly. Hasty. So, yeah, she walked right into that situation and fixed it. Yes? Relationship advice? Ooh, couple things. First of all, be careful who you choose because Abigail did not choose the right person, potentially, except she may not have, like, he may not have been that way when she married him. Like, we don't know. She also may not have had a choice. Also that. We don't know much about the um, leading up to, but if we do have a choice, we should watch for those red flags in a person. Are you ready to hear my relationship? I would love to. Even if you do get stuck in a bad situation, be a good wife, like Abigail. She protected her husband and her people, you know, her servants and all that. She made sure everybody was going to be okay. She took the heat for her husband's mistakes, and she was like, let's go fix these. So be a good wife like that. I mean, we are called to be like a good, godly wife. No matter what our husbands do. Yes, because he was a rat. Mabel was. He was. That's good advice. I like it. Thank you. Came up with it myself. Um, trying to think. Do we have anything else we need to do in this podcast before we end it? Um, if you are around the local area, you should come to our youth rally this weekend at Chipman Road. October 7th and 8th. It's going to be... like 6 p.m.? We have lots of great lessons Jesus is Lord is the topic coming from the song that we sing at camp and at Bible studies. Yes. Funny story about that. It's actually the teen class picks the topics every year and they're always songs. They're always camp songs. And every single year, Jesus is Lord has come in second place. But this year, it finally topped the charts. So we get to use that. And we're all very excited because a lot of us vote. Obviously, half of the class has voted for this every single year. I'm excited because it is one of my favorite songs that we sing and one of the first ones that I learned when I started coming to camp when I was 14 years old. I was part of the half of the class that voted for it every year for the past, like, about five years now because I've been voting for it every year. I've been in the high school class and this is my fifth year in the high school class finally made it. So it's going to be great lessons and um, a great time of encouragement and uplifting and the girls can stay the night at one house. The boys will stay the night here at our house. And then on Saturday, there's also an evening at camp. So probably show up. Yeah. um, Be a good time. Wear a hoodie. It's going to be a little chilly, but fall weather. Maybe we'll have some like hot cider or hot chocolate out at camp. Ooh. Ooh, maybe we can make that happen. Good, you heard it here first. All right. I what think that, now we literally have to because you said it on the podcast. I will, well, it'll make me do it. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like, yeah. it's like to hold you to it. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And it'll be a good idea. It would be. I good. like this idea. I like it too. All right. That's okay. it. That's all. That's all we have to say. You know what else we always say? What is that? Thank, Thank you. you. We hope you enjoyed this program. 
We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.